saw a meme today that said, um, Tam, Tam, Tim Lambesis saying he really loves his wife. And then the, the picture was like inverted color wise. And I was like, people are still talking about this. <laughs> um, Cassie's got a new disco lamp. I sure do. What do you call it? I don't know. It was $13 on Amazon and I was like sold because it came with a remote, (laughs) (laughs) but the cord's not long enough. So I had it plugged into the wall, but like sitting on the edge of the bed. So it would like circle the ceiling fan. And I was like, yeah, party. I want to get like a personal concert. It was fun. You should send me the link. You got it. it, Because I want one. Um, Yeah. And I'm going to put a video of that, I think, on Instagram because it was very fun. It's voice activated. So you can turn on music and it will go to the beat of the song. Yes. Sick. Yes. Um, Speaking of pulses, I have something that is repulsive, kind of. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I was scrolling through TikTok recently, and there was a girl that posted a video that said she had found someone making a Spotify playlist on TikTok that it was like... And you were like, it's me. No. (laughs) It was songs to have sex to. Nice. And somebody... just Dark Horse? (laughs) Some... Glad you came. Um, Somebody had suggested linus and lucy like vince garaldi trio peanuts theme and i just started laughing immediately because i love the peanuts music but like never in my life would i have thought ew that's a good (laughs) it's like that's a good good rhythm yeah yeah so i sent the tiktok (laughs) video to my sister and she's like i would assume it's because of the bpm No. I think we did tell the Dark Horse story. <laughs> well, we're going to tell it again. No. Jake, do you remember the Dark Horse story? Uh, I have no it, clue. It was, it's a it Katy was an Perry. earlier I had a title season. To the, to the it was an earlier season. <laughs> it's a Katy Perry song. And um, uh, way back in the day when we were working at the radio station. Um, it... I know the background part. Oh, that's the dun, only part you dun, need to know. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. The baseline. So it came on in in the car or something when we were driving back from an event. And Cassie's like, listen to this song. Doesn't it sound like a bouncing on dick song? <laughs> it's like, Cassie, Jesus fucking Christ. The acoustics in the van. She's like, and then we were both sitting there like. <laughs> thinking yeah. about it yeah i could see that see <laughs> so anyway. now every time dark horse comes on i'm like there's a bouncing on dick song <laughs> okay college was a very weird time in my life <laughs> <laughs> i tried to drop out but my mother wouldn't let me yeah well i it did just pop up in my memories today that it was eight years ago today that you first trained me Aww, in the studio so, so I, I put the picture up on our social media look at us that now. you took because you were like um mentoring my little radio star yeah and then you're still in it she taught me like how to do it and then she fucking left well there wasn't much option yeah that's true um but and here we are now look at us we have our own microphones now wow we had posted a couple of different things on social media asking you guys for suggestions um mostly for season four which we are going to put a poll up pretty soon here i did create a group um if you guys want to We're going to put up a stripper pole in this room now that we've got this light. Um, Even though this is the future nursery, probably. How ironic. I'll just keep it in here until there's a baby. You got to, once you get the stripper pole, baby is soon after that. Look. (laughs) Um, Jake's also got the stripper room at his house coming along quite nicely. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yes. Homegirl's still in there? (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, very fun stuff. Don't remember what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. We put those posts up on social media and... Um, we had someone suggest 
a good one for a mini episode. Tori Watson, so thank you so much for suggesting it. It is this dude's like um obsessed with Motley Crue, it appears. Because I was like, how does he know this? And and then it said that he works at Motley Crue, and I was like, okay. He either does work with Motley Crue or he's just a huge super fan, but he knew this story and I'd never heard of it before that there was some dude who was like a Nikki Six doppelganger and On purpose? was like pretending to be him or something. Oh. I don't know. I didn't read this whole story. Ah, um, live reaction. So yeah, it's it's a it's a story about the guy who was like pretending to be Nikki Six. Wonderful. Um, oh, I did not get the fuck. I did not get the source on this. The source oh is God. the internet. Better look it up. Yeah, it's called Dead Double. <laughs> the video I just took of you. Dance, Cassie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm being murdered. Uh, you can find that video on our social media. <laughs> While you're doing that, should we intro? Oh, yeah, fuck. <laughs> wow, how long have we been doing this? We got for? really personal for a second. That's yeah. enough. No. <laughs> oh. Welcome everybody to Death by Music Podcast. You're getting a mini today on another Motley Crew because we really, really love Motley Crew. <laughs> it always happens to be we have there's just so much to cover on them. It's because they're so gross. <laughs> it's because they're so gross and there's just so nasty. They never go away. So there's a lot of material here that they're is very like interesting. Yeah. They are basically much, an STD. How much spaghetti is involved in this one? Um, I don't think any spaghetti in, in here. No, just how are you gonna, spaghetti. How are you going to be a Nikki Six doppelganger with no spaghetti? I, I don't know. Look, I'm telling you, I didn't <laughs> read it. So there might be a little bit of spaghetti in here. Oh, all right. Um, okay. So this is from metalsludge.tv. <laughs> and there is no author listed articles called dead double motley crew bassist nikki six's doppelganger matthew trip rest in peace um because i guess he died somewhat recently i don't know we'll figure it out okay all right so matthew john trip was adopted at a young age and grew up in erie pennsylvania he had a troubled childhood and clashed with his strict catholic parents oh. hmm. as a child he was fascinated with satanism and fell he also fell into occasional crime. i like how occasional crime is written like it's not that bad occasional crime. occasional crime yeah uh friends from his youth remember him as an oddball and a dreamer by his own admission he was an average guitar player Trip came briefly to fame in 1988 when he launched a lawsuit against Doc McGee, the manager of Motley Crue, claiming that he had been bassist Nikki Six's doppelganger in the band for just over a year, from May 1983 to summer of 1984, and that he was owed royalties for writing many of the band's songs in that time. What? Interesting. Yeah. Wouldn't the manager have known that that man existed as a doppelganger? I don't know. They were all fucked up. Even the managers? I have probably. no idea. I mean, probably it was the <laughs> 80s. All doing so. coke. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So he claimed that he was secretly recruited into the band by guitarist Mick Mars after the original Nikki Six real name Frank Ferrano had been injured in a car crash and was unable to perform. So remember when we covered, didn't we talk about him before and he was doing heroin and got in a car crash? Was that him? Oh, shit. I don't remember. I think we talked about it for an extendo well we did the time that he od'd died for a little bit yeah i think there was one where he because we were talking about the car crash that he got and he got in a fucking car crash like on the way back from the hospital or something um i don't remember 
Anyways, so he was injured in a car crash, apparently unable to perform. Tripp claimed that he fully replaced Nikki Six for this time, recording, writing, appearing in videos, and touring with Motley Crue. Tripp later said, um, or Tripp s- said that he was later ditched by the band when he got arrested and served some time in prison for a robbery that he claims he was set up for. He, al- he alleged that by the time Nikki Six had recovered from his crash and resumed the role of Nikki Six in the band. So, so they like switched places again. In his claim, Tripp pointed out several alleged differences between photos of Nikki Six in different eras. He claimed these differences such as shades of eye color, chin shape, weight gain, and even the belly button being different in photos because there were some photos that showed him and others that were the actual Nikki Six with the band. Okay. Although Tripp did look vaguely similar to Nikki Six and claimed he wore a wig while in Motley Crue, the photographic evidence wasn't convincing enough on its own, and the overall story seemed too far-fetched to be given any credibility. It looked possible, but extremely unlikely. Predictably, though, it was later announced that the case had been laughed off and dropped by the courts. Imagine how much money he spent trying to even get that into court. Yeah. Like, legal fees for that alone. Like, It is really weird. Like, a weird um, predicament that nobody noticed. Um, cause then you have people like, I don't know, Avril Lavigne, who's literally the same person. And people are like, she's a different person. Right. And if this was actually two different people, you would think people would notice, but I don't know, maybe not Motley Crue fans. Um, okay. Where, where, uh, yes. Trip went on to form a band called Six Pack and that's S-I-X-X-P-A-K-K. And this was in an effort to cash in on his newfound fame. Needless to say, after a brief 15 minutes in the spotlight, they disappeared into the where are they now file, never to be seen again. Uh, Tripp's crazy plan to claim to be someone he wasn't was then largely forgotten. Nikki Six, a.k.a. Frank Ferrano, the real Nikki Six, and Doc McGee have always strenuously denied Tripp's story as complete fiction. Likewise, Tripp always stuck to his story as being the truth. One of the problems in deciding who is telling the truth here is that while I'm sure they're nice guys, Verano, Tripp, and McGee are all self-confessed former drug and alcohol abusers with a string of arrests and convictions between them. Frankly, I doubt a jury would have trusted any of them on a witness stand, especially if they stood to win or lose millions of dollars over it. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, one childhood friend of Tripp's said, I grew up with Matt in Erie. He was a weird, weird dude. Um, Roger Hemond, who was one of Tripp's former bandmates in Six Pack, called him a dorky, stuttering, slightly overweight gentleman. who who held his cigarettes between his middle two fingers okay and uh at times a contemptuous alcoholic moron jerry rollins oglesby the private investigator that worked on the trip six case before it fell through described him as an autistic genius in a childlike mind all right he seems to have been just the kind of troubled guy who would make up a crazy story like this but probably not the type who could convincingly pull it off for long Roger Hemond also commented, I'll tell you one thing. If I were going to try and pull what Matt alleges Thaler or McGee did, I would probably pick someone a lot like Matt to do it with because nobody would believe him completely. He was a lunatic. And the Nikki Six of 1983-84 was certainly a lunatic too. Drink and drugs were regularly in excess. Numerous road stories emerged from those times of Nikki getting up to crazy antics with groupies, throwing TVs and furniture out of hotel windows. Maybe this is where they talk about spaghetti, Jake. Mm. Um, getting arrested while naked. And my personal favorite, uh, snorting a line of ants with Ozzy Osbourne. So I'm going to add also getting spaghetti dick. Ugh. 
listen to that mini episode. It's back there somewhere. Uh, you can't really top that one. Yes, you can. The spaghetti dick. Whatever. You can't really top that one, but it doesn't prove a court case. This is the author, whoever wrote this, speaking. No, I think it's um, your opinion. No, it's not my opinion. This is the author. I'm just reading what they wrote, even though we don't know who the author is, because they put all these opinions in here, but their name's not even on the article. Well, it's because their opinion, they, they couldn't stand behind it. I guess so. Okay, so the author, whoever that person is, says, I believe both Trip and Ferrano, and actually a good many more of Ellie's rock scene in the early 80s, would have been willing to give all those things a go. Trip was reported by an eyewitness on another occasion to have eaten a cockroach while fooling around in a drunken state. Yeah, I'm sure they would do that. That was Ugh. actually Nikki Six. They just got him confused. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking gross. I um, could never. Would you eat a cockroach, Jake? You probably would. Uh, it would have to be cooked. Yeah, it's, not live. It's, it's, I could I could never eat a live insect. Yeah, I think it's dangerous if you're eating them raw. That might be an issue. They could be dead but raw. Well, no, even still. <laughs> they probably. <laughs> Thank you. What do cockroaches like? Bacterial infections? You yeah, get, I, like, I would imagine some kind of bacteria, or you know, probably not. E. coli. Good. I don't know. So this is a quote from Roger Heumann of Six Pack. I don't know whether or not anything he said was true, but I have seen copyright forms processed by the Library of Congress that had every member of Motley Crue's full real name and social security number with the exception of Nikki Six. All it said was Nikki Six and gave a social security number, which I swear to God was the same number on Matthew John Tripp's social security card, which I was holding in my other hand. First of all, why would the Library of Congress let you see living members' social security numbers? Mm. Is that a thing? I don't know. I don't think so. Let's I don't know. How they're out. still actively alive. That like, Identity theft. Which is what he was already trying to do. <laughs> okay. What if you're what if you're inactively alive? You can't um, be inactively alive. You're either explain, alive explain or you're that, dead. Cassie. Can you explain that further? No. Like <laughs> Um Let me Google this because I'm upset. Let's go on a field trip. I'm Googling it. I'm not yeah, Congress. Congress. We can get a free pass. She works you at a library. Keep reading. I'm going <laughs> to. That's true. No, I went to the Library of Congress internet website. You sound like someone who works at a library. I went to the <laughs> internet website. Blurred photos of a rock star of rock stars, belly buttons and insect eating contests wouldn't be expected to stand up in court. But documents from the Library of Congress. Surely that is some kind of real evidence. So why did the case really get dropped if it wasn't from lack of evidence, as we'd all assumed? Jerry Rollins Oglesby, the private investigator that worked on the case, this takes this point up and says that the case was dismissed on a technicality in the statute of limitations in contract tort law. In Florida, the statute of limitations is four years on a contract tort. We sued in Florida. In California, it is two years. They, the record label's attorney, joined forces with Thaler and McGee Entertainment and contrived a viable statement that is a matter of record in Tampa, Florida Circuit Court. I quote, We are not saying that a contract was struck with Matthew Tripp, but if it was signed... It would be signed in California. Therefore, the statute of limitations would have expired. The case was dismissed. It was a matter of record. So that's interesting. Um, they're not really confirming or denying that he did. They're just saying it doesn't matter anyways because it was in a different state with different laws. Basically. So did he join the band? So it wasn't for a lack of evidence that the case was dropped at all. There was enough evidence for a case. Doc McGee himself confirmed that the case would have happened on the Chronological Crew website. 
It was just pretty bizarre that this kid took it to that and that a lawyer or a judge would even allow somebody to do this. Steve Contraseer, who was a part of Tripp's legal team along with Jerry Oglesby and attorney Tom Smith, said of him later, It's a shame that the power of the media will never give him his due. Mick Mars is the only one who can tell the true story. And Mick Mars is the guitarist. Um, if you could hear Matthew play and sing the music he wrote for them and play the studio tape at the same time, it was like stereo and genuine. Roger Heymond of Six Pack was curious about Tripp's tattoos. He had all of the tattoos through the theater of pain years. They were not cheaply done, and there were several. He had a wife, a brand new baby boy, and no money. So I have no idea how he would have paid for them. Steve Contrasier noted later noted that later Frankie got more tattoos, so they wouldn't be the same as Matthews. Okay, so he's saying that Nikki Six got more tattoos, mm-hmm. so they would look different. A recent friend of Tripp's said... I know Matt for the last 15 years, and I understand he has an alcohol problem, but if you ask me, he is telling the truth about those lyrics. I've personally seen his work, and I like it. There is something in common. The oddest story, however, came from an old friend of Tripp's who was keen to remain anonymous. He alleged that many years ago, following the events... um, What the fuck? He alleged that many years ago, the following events happened. After work one night, I went to Tripp's house and bought some... I brought some beer. When I arrived at his house, there was a blue Mercedes in the driveway that I had never seen before. I walked into the house like many times before after work, and Doc McGee was right there in the living room with some husky-looking Italian guy. Uh Uh-oh. Here comes the mob mob again. (laughs) Uh, The guy said to me that if I wanted to live, then you better go back to where you came from and pretend you were never here. I did leave, and I waited in the bushes next door and drank a few beers waiting until they left. (laughs) That sounds like something I'd do. Um, When I went back to open the door... It was locked, and uh, Tripp would not answer for at least 15 minutes after I was banging. I asked him what in the hell was going on, and he was crying and stuttering like I had never seen before. I went back to get the beer that I left in the bushes, and when I came back, the door was locked again, and he just yelled through the door that he would call me tomorrow. Well, that was the last I had seen him. He literally just vanished for three months. To this day, I'm... to this day, I am freaked out about what happened. I don't know the details. However, I know for a fact it was Don McGee that was in, or Doc McGee who was in his house. Perhaps there is something more to this mystery after all. Sadly, we will never know for sure. Matthew Tripp passed away on the 1st of December, 2014 at the NCH Hospital in Naples, Florida. His most recent neighbor, Patty, said of him, with all that has been said about him and some quite vi- and some quite vicious. Matt was truly was a truly wonderful man with many great qualities. Yes, he had issues, but his kind heart and his willingness to help anyone in need was in the forefront with him. The final word goes to Jerry Oglesby, who summoned Matthew up as a strange bird in his own right. And I believe very strongly that this should be the final note on this mystery of judging a man you don't know and never will because he is silent. Um, I would be interested to hear his other band, Six Pack, and see... But Nikki Six doesn't sing. He just plays bass. But also, if does he does Nikki Six write the lyrics of their songs? But even if somebody so say you really liked a band mm-hmm. and you would then emulate what their songs sound like when you're writing your own stuff. Yeah. So if his friends like, well, the lyrics are similar. It's like, well, that's because that guy could have been copying how they write the whole time. That's true. Nikki Six was like the mastermind behind Motley Crue. He he did have the idea for their whole look and, you know, for one of them to be blonde and the rest of them to have, like, black hair and 
have the singer be blonde and he wrote uh, i'm pretty sure he wrote like almost all the parts for the music and just came to the guys and was like here so it would be interesting if they were able to actually find a guy who looked convincingly enough like Nikki six put him in the group and then that guy also somehow writes the same as him that's suspicious I don't know. It's just a weird, yeah. super weird story. Yeah. So thanks, Tori, for suggesting that one. Um, just as confused as when we started. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And you can look up photos. We'll, we'll throw some photos up on our Instagram oh, I page. I mean, oh, there's a Reddit page. It's hard. It's hard to tell because um, some of the some of the photos of that we know are of Matthew. He's not wearing makeup. He doesn't have his hair all done up and shit. So it's hard to tell because like Nikki six on stage wore so much makeup and had you know all of this stuff about him so you could see i guess how it looks like it could be the same person maybe after you do all of the others so there's a reddit thread mm-hmm. about it and um this comment which i guess the person who left it was now deleted the the profile but it says from what i can gather the whole issue is a real sore spot for nikki six so he really wishes it would just not be given any more attention he claims to have been so weirded out that he would carry a loaded 357 magnum 357 i don't know anything about 357 sure um Jake's just over there laughing. so he said imagine you're nikki six some disturbed weirdo is out there claiming he's you and wrote some some of your most popular songs the fact that magazines like kerrang printed interviews and the guy lent or with the guy lent way more i don't know what this means um basically he was saying that they gave him the time of day for it i mean he looks close enough i guess you you guys let us know but i mean he could have just been deranged everyone said he was kind of weird and that happened with this dude in the pantera case too he was claiming not i mean he didn't look anything like dimebag but he was claiming that he wrote all of their music remember but his friends were like you literally just listen to cowboys from hell or whichever album it was like over and 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 over again and yeah sure you write lyrics but they're the exact same lyrics from the album so like you're full of shit yeah that guy had some serious issues going on yeah he had issues and so did so did this guy apparently i mean i don't know uh, i don't think as bad as uh yeah he doesn't Pantera seem delusional guy. he just seems yeah. kind of out there they probably don't even remember these years yeah hey yeah there's a big gap in between yeah my does, time and i wasn't even on drugs does anybody <laughs> so. remember the 80s i don't i don't remember that wasn't there. i remember a little bit of it okay you weren't on cocaine were you uh not at that time pcp <laughs> I got a little PCP. <laughs> uh, that being said, thank you guys for listening. Make sure that you guys find our new Facebook group. The whole point of it is so that we can discuss things like this and share the photos and you guys can like interact and talk about the episodes or talk about whatever the fuck you want. If it has something to do with music, I don't know. I don't think there are going to be any rules for this. So go on Facebook and search. Fuck. What is it called? Death by Music podcast fans. <laughs> Didn't you make that? I'm glad I wrote it down. Oh. I couldn't think of what to call it. I was yeah. Like, you just make a little fan I'm group. Upset. You didn't even send me the link. I have done. I literally just made it Help. so that There's I would not have even a, name. a picture of us. I know. I didn't do anything on it. I Join just group. created the group. Well, there's I'm gonna, two members. I'm going to deny your request. <laughs> it already added me. Oh, what the fuck? Okay. I need to set some rules then. That's the only rule. Cassie's not allowed in it. Um, well, keep it civil too. You don't need any online arguments. I mean, yeah. Yeah, be nice to you, people. You, 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 I would not expect our listeners to start fighting with each I other. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Victoria listens to this. How is she going to join the group and talk shit? That's fine. Um, I have an older sister, too. I can take it. I can take <laughs> it. <laughs> cool. 
Um, your sister sucks. Don't forget it. Speaking Except of, my yours. sister will be here. Jake's got a cool sister. For Christmas. I'll give him that one. Um, one hi, cool sister. your sister, your newly married sister. Yes. They're staying at my house. Uh, where were we going to stay? <laughs> Are you coming over for Christmas? <laughs> you live down the street from me. Oh, that's true. You that just true. come over in the morning. Or you can stay the night. We'll have a sleepover. Santa. He won't give us presents. Or scotch eggs. What the fuck is a scotch egg? It is a hard-boiled egg inside of pork sausage. Do you take the shell off at least? Yes. Okay, good. Ew, that sounds disgusting. All right. It's so good. No. Um, go find us on Facebook, ever, Death by Music Podcast. You ever had it? Like a cheeseburger with an egg on it? Basically be like that. It's pork sausage. It's like a breakfast yeah, thing. Yeah, they just take the sausage and wrap it around the egg and cook it. And then it. you cut it into little slices. And then it, like, you know how you get those oranges when you were in, like, soccer? But it's like an egg. I was egg not in soccer, and so then, yeah. I'm not sure <laughs> what you're talking about. When you cut an orange into slices, mm-hmm. and then you can do the same thing with a scotch egg, and there will be a hard boil egg in the middle, and then, like, a, a layer of sausage. It's basically breakfast okay, without carbs. Okay, stop fucking yelling at me. Yeah, it's a more, <laughs> more complicated way to make breakfast. Yeah. I know. It Sausage just seems and eggs. Like, why why would you boil the eggs and then wrap them in it sausage and cook them again when you could just, like, cook the eggs in the sausage? you got to hard boil it, and they got to hard bake it. It's good. It sounds like too many <laughs> extra steps. But you know what? Don't be civil, guys. Beat each other but, up about this one in the group. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Who I eats Scotch it. eggs? We'll I do. Scotch egg My whole family. Yeah, we can fight, but only about Scotch <laughs> eggs. You're not allowed to fight about anything else. So, death by po- death by music podcast fans. We'll share the link on the on the Facebook page too. Once I actually like get some shit up there. <laughs> that looks so weird. You look weird. Um. Wow. Thanks. I am wearing my Cat Sabbath shirt today, <laughs> and you're wearing hair on your legs. <laughs> yeah, I have my leopard print pants and my Cat Sabbath T-shirt. How exciting. Cute. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, thanks for the suggestions. Make sure you keep them coming, especially for mini episodes. Like, I hate trying to find stuff to talk about for mini episodes. So if you guys just suggest some shit for that, um, that would be really helpful. We appreciate it. Pete Ham episode is live now on Patreon. So that is the seventh episode for our 27 Club season. Um, so if you are lacking episodes right now and you, you want to hear them, $5 a month, you have seven full episodes that you can listen to right now. Um, Patreon.com slash death by podcast team. Rest in peace. Bye. Later. What? Later. Music by Demons at Demons Band on Instagram. Artwork by Mike Johnson. Writing and production by Cassie Gardner, Alex Motler, and Jake.